very first video podcast here on the Legal Technology Review. I'm your host, Brian Folk, author of The Cyber Advocate and Civil Litigator. Before we get to our guest today, uh, Mr. Larry Port, the CEO of Rocket Matter, I want to remind everybody that if you enjoy the Legal Technology Review podcast, please go over to iTunes, give us a rating and review. It really helps us out a lot. Also, if you want to subscribe to the Legal Technology Review, you can do that through iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. Also, don't forget to share the Legal Technology Review with anyone you think might benefit from the advice that we've got on this uh, on this show. And want to thank you for tuning in. And so now it's time to get to our guest, Larry Port, um, obviously CEO of Rocket Matter, and much taller in real life than I than I expected you to be. Larry, we talked at at, at Tech Show about the redesign that you had literally just launched and i'm sure that you guys had uh, not gotten a ton of sleep prior to that walk me through the the process that you had to go through when you know deciding how you were going to redesign and and you know in a certain respect respect rebrand rocket matter right okay so uh thanks brian it was crazy at the show i mean you know i, I knew it was a big deal that we redid our user interface but i was really shocked by the reaction uh, that people had there. They really, really were positive. And what we're looking at right now is the uh, old user interface. Um, we have a bunch of clients still using that. We're switching over soon here in May. So, um, but you can kind of take a look at the way the screen was done. I mean, Rocket has been around for a long time. Like, we were uh, pretty much the first people out there. 2008, we launched, right? So, at the time, there were certain restrictions on, on screen resolutions that aren't really there anymore. So, we had to program to the least common denominator. So, if you take a look, the, the screen is kind of, uh, it, all the activity takes place in this narrow band in the middle, and then you have these uh, big areas out to the side that where we're not using the screen real estate at all. Right. Another big issue, um, if you look at our navigation, it's all on the right-hand side, and it really should be on the left-hand side for cultures such as ours that read from left to right. The, the navigation was misplaced from the beginning. And also, we, were, we, we had some navigation going across the top, we have some navigation going across the side. We have these ad widgets mixed in there and so on and so forth. And we have this um, calendar uh, view that I'm going to show you here for a second. And let me just take you to the classic view. That we have a couple different. We have like an outlook kind of looking view, which you saw there for a split second. But we also had this like agenda view that kind of had, um, and this is designed for people in like 15, 20 person firms, so you could see the open slots in their calendar. But so it's this hideous thing that we had for a long, long time. And um, we had this Outlook view, but the Outlook view didn't have the agenda. So there are all these inconsistencies in the application. So uh, looking for the gaps is a big thing. And um, but so, so the new design utilizes the full width of the screen. And this is becoming increasingly important because a lot of law firms are becoming more intelligent with data. And when they want to look at data, we have all these rich reports. When they want to look, when when they're looking at these reports, to confine them to the middle of the screen, that really that really is a bad experience for the user because it limited it limits the the number of columns that you can have in a report and the width of those columns. So now we don't have that limitation. We can stretch out to the whole screen. We can do a lot of things. We can make these numbers enormous. We can make them nice and big. We have these beautiful things. We actually have an expandable navigation now. The navigation, um, there's no reason not to use the expandable navigation on a screen such as this. I'm on a 27-inch iMac. Uh, on an iPad, you might want to shrink this down and, and look at the little symbols. I do want to say one thing after looking at your, your new, essentially, home screen setup. 
when I reviewed your new iPad app, I guess it's probably about, I guess about a year and a half now. Yeah. One, one of the things that I loved about it was that it uh, utilized the, you know, the the screen space on an iPad that in a way that none of the others were doing. But I did make one comment that I thought that the layout and the look of your iPad app was much, much, much better, much nicer, much more attractive. And I liked it a lot better. I actually wrote about that, you know, if in the event that you updated your layout, that that's what it would look like. And I am, I gotta say, it looks great. Well, we dropped, when we wrote that, we dropped everything we did and changed everything here. Actually, no, <laughs> it, it, it drives, it was driving me crazy that we have, we had the different look on the, on the iPad and we had this like outdated look on user interface uh, on, on the web-based application. And so, you know, that's going to carry through forward to our mobile development because right now we have mobile apps in the, in the iTunes store and we also have it on, on, in the Droid store, but um, they're from kind of a different era as well. So those need to get updated and we'll have consistency across all devi uh, devices. One thing about this navigation, which is cool, is that you remember on the old user interface, we had some functionality going across the top, yep. and then we had all this stuff. So now the stuff that was going across the top is down here. The um, All the add stuff has been moved over to the big green button, we call this. So it's very easy to add things. Add new matter, contact, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, there's a build button on top of every page. Um, the search bar is still here. The search bar is still like globally accessible. You know, and still does the uh, type lookups and so on and so forth. So, the other thing that we wanted to accomplish is that we we needed a new framework going forward because um, you know that old framework um, we it limited us in terms from a technology perspective of what we could do with it. So now we can start uh, improving page load times and and really start having fun with our interface. And we we have a lot more different directions. It's a lot more open. Um, it reminds me of like um, you hear when people take uh, like improv comedy classes. The the whole idea is not to shut down options. You always want to say yes and keep things open ended. Well, this design accomplishes that. From this, we can grow in all sorts of different directions because we're constantly updating the software, and making it better. So we now have a framework that's extensible and adaptable. Um, going back to the calendar for a second, you saw that uh, calendar that we had. So now what we've done with the calendar is we have uh, the agenda here is on every page, right? So um, before, um, the only reason we, we stuck to that like nasty looking view was because the agenda was on it because we tried to remove it and our users lost it on us. So we had to put it back in. Now we finally can get rid of that um, because the agenda is on every page. So you, you have the day, you have the week, you have the month, and it's like it works a lot like Outlook does. And also it grades nicely if there's a lot of events on one day, meaning that the whole width of the calendar doesn't fall apart. You just click on the more events so you can oh, see more nice. things there. So uh, it, it, it holds together if you have like a lot of activity, which is, which is really good. So that's kind of the overall philosophy of the application and, um, and, and the change to everything as well. So uh, a lot more streamlined. One other thing is that, and, and, and this is like kind of geeking out a little bit on, uh, from a user inter inter interface perspective, but there's like, books written about user interface design. It's a whole career. It's it's this whole thing. You can study it. You can get degrees in it. So user interface, user interaction is like a major thing in computer science these days. And also, uh, Apple has forced everybody's hand on this because their design is just so good. Yeah. So we pay a lot of attention for like the, the most subtle things. So like when you add a, a contact now in Rocket Matter, this is just a small little thing, but it's important. You don't leave the context 
that you're working in. Like you don't go to a different page to add the contact. And all of our add new stuff is going to be moving in this direction. Yeah, and add the stuff back in, right? So, um, so it's a little subtlety, and it's things that people don't really think about, but it's things that are important to us, and and really things that are important to the user's workflow as they work through the application. I so, would say that was that was the one. If if there was one uh, major improvement that I I wanted to see when I first did a full review of Rock Matter, which was in fall of 2013, it was probably that feature alone because the switching screens was was the only thing that that I, I thought actually really was uh, a drag on the user experience. So I'm really glad to see yeah. that. Yeah, no, and we're, we're moving away from switching screens. And the way that we're doing this is gradual. So we did one entire sweep through the application and improved things as we went through there. Now we're just going to iterate um, through the entire application and make things better and better and better. Um, so this is the matter page where you like take, can take a look at all of your matters and see your recent status on them. And um, like in all reports in Rocket Matter, you have a full screen option. So you can kind of go into this kind of mode. You can show and hide columns. All of our um, reports are moving in this direction as well, where you can work in them, look at the full screens. There's filtering functionality. We can look at our open, completed, closed matter. So this is kind of the paradigm. Uh, the design paradigm for uh, reporting. And reporting and data is getting, as we all know, bigger and bigger and bigger with things. Given that was probably one of one of Rocket Matter's strengths from the beginning, it's, it's nice to see that that's not something you guys have uh, moved away from. Uh, yeah, we're, we're really doubling down on what differentiates us from our competition. And what really, um, what we do a lot better than a lot of people do, and uh, you know, from the perspective of our core customers and the people that have switched from those competitors, it's, it's the, the ease of use and the, the power and the strength behind the time of billing and the reporting as well as uh, – that's from the product side of things. There's also the whole like people side of things, but we're talking product here. Um, but, you know, we kind of see it as our job to help educate law firms on how to run a business because we feel that um, law schools have kind of like not done that. Um, a lot, there's a lot of very well-meaning law school professors and deans and things like that that are aware of the problem, but it's hard to make those kind of changes. So – you have eight out of ten kids graduating uh, from law school that are going to end up in small firms. So they need to really understand how to uh, revenue and all this kind of stuff. And the, the P word we used to call it was a dirty word, profit, right? So we're really trying, like if you look at our reports, like our aged accounts receivable report, I want to see what the firm is owed. So the whole idea is that we're trying to really like educate people through the usage of Rocket Matter. And um, we have some more advanced reports going on down here that uh, for, for larger firms, for like the 10 to 20 user firms that we have on our system and higher, um, where they can start tracking the productivity of individual users on the reports, productivity of how of matters, how lucrative are certain matters, how efficiently are people using their time, um, what kind of business are the different people bringing in in the firm, and how should I pay them out when it comes bonus time? Let's um, do it. That's so, interesting. That sounds like you're actually combining, uh, your, your reports are do, do a pretty good job almost combining project management features, you know, the f finding ways to be more efficient, rating efficiency, things like that, into a practice management. And I don't think that's something that a lot of lawyers uh, understand yet, but it is definitely something that is being brought into the legal industry uh, as we speak. Yeah, and it, it's kind of interesting. A lot of times when people are evaluating the product, they're looking at, they, they like Rocket Matter and because of the all-in-one nature of the product where they have 
the time of billing and the practice management. But then when they get into the product, then the people that like really, really start thriving in the product are people who are like very heavily focused on making their businesses better. Like we find that the, the people that we have the most success with are the ones that are super engaged with us on, on becoming you know, a better business and, and, and are active in that process. Um, let me, can I show you, if you don't mind, um, our new Matter Templates feature? Absolutely. Okay. So um, this is pretty cool stuff. So this is workflow functionality that is very exciting. So the whole idea is that you can define Matter types that have associated deadlines and custom fields with them so that you can set them up once and you don't have to do it every time you create a Matter. So let's take a look at this different. You you can set up multiple uh, different types of uh, types of of cases be, because obviously you're gonna you have different deadlines, different situations for each type of you know motor vehicle negligence is not workers' compensation is not uh, business commercial litigation is not construction litigation. So having, yeah, you know, set up different different templates is 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 pretty much essential if you're going to have templates at all. Absolutely, right? So you can have a whole list of them, and they can you have names, descriptions. And this, hopefully no one ever has to use this one, airline accident, but unfortunately it does occur. Um, these are just some examples from different types of law. So like this, we happen to have a lot of personal injury, mm -hmm. uh, family law, and estate planning, and things like that. Those are very popular types of law firms that we have on the system, so these are just kind of samples. Sure. So... <clears throat> When you pull up a matter template, now remember, this is a template from which we are going to stamp out a new matter. So let's take a look at this for a second. So we give it a name. We give it a description just so internally we know what it is. We give it like a default um, actual name. So when somebody creates this name, it's going to be, it's going to have a certain name set up. So well, that's helpful. It'll start out as versus petitioner, and then you go in and you change it once it's created. So uh, you set up your standard, if you have a standard fee, um, you might use certain custom fields. Now, we also do document assembly, so this is incredibly powerful, right? So if you have your documents ready to go with this associated case that have that has, for example, former full legal name in it and location of marriage, then when, it, we, when you set up a new matter, you're going to enter all, in all this data, and bam, you can and, and you can slam out your documents. So it's we're moving towards like full full workflow here, right? And, that, and that's full um, workflow for different types of cases. That's 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 gonna that's gonna save a lot of people a lot of time. It's going to save a lot of people a lot of time, and yeah, it's completely customizable. And um, we're doing some exciting things with certain jurisdictions where we're going to have pre-configured matter templates for them. So, for example, if you're like a family lawyer in a certain jurisdiction, we'll have we'll look at your rules of civil procedure and have this ready to go for you. Um, so that's going to be very powerful for people. The um, other thing is that you can add deadlines and events and things to do. So you have events, which are calendar events. And so you can give an event a name, um, you can give it a location, and this is going to create a calendar event, and it's going to it can be triggered um, after a certain milestone here. So if I mark this as a milestone and I create this event, now I can reference this in the future, and I can base things off of that event. Does that make sense? Do you see what oh, I'm yeah, saying? Oh yeah, that's so it's 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 a uh, it's almost a version of uh, you can sort of create your own uh, calendar calendar days, calendar counting, so you can essentially set up. Deadlines based on your local court rules and things like that. That's that's uh, yeah. Provide, provide right. the person who enters it doesn't enter it incorrectly. That that could be. Um, oh yeah, let's. Yeah, that's not a situation. So, <laughs> um, 
And then you can do tasks the same way. So the tasks can be triggered based on, like, uh, you know, a to-do list item. They can be triggered based on any milestone as well. They can be made into milestones, and you can base other things. And then if you take a look at over here on the right-hand side, this is all, um, all these things here are all those tasks and calendar events that have been created. And if I see a little blue one, like a link in here, that means that it has one of those uh, relationships set up to a, a previous event. So if, like, this file petition, this is supposed to start zero business days after agreement, right? Um, and if we look at one down here, there's this is this arrangement between um, parties doesn't have a do here, but it's going to happen. It's it's going to be scheduled out at a certain time after a previous event, so it's dependent on another event, right? So um, the cool thing is, like in this case, like due date is one business days after agreement between parties, right? When that agreement between parties thing, if that thing gets shifted, then this will get shifted as well. They okay. cascade. Okay, so so, right. so, so you so got you got you got actually a fully adaptable modified workflows set up. Um, in my mind, that almost might be a cooler new feature than your uh, than your redesign. Uh, as good as the redesign yeah. looks, the yeah. the workflows is that's that's a pretty amazing feature. But also think about the like. Imagine this feature in the old UI, right? Mm -hmm. The fact that we have all in real estate, we can do all this cool stuff and all these cool layouts. So um, it, it's it's a pretty big deal, yeah. right? That we can do stuff. All right, let me cancel out of here. Um, yes, cancel anyway. All right, and let's add a new matter. Okay, so over here, what I can do is I can select the template that I'm using, and I'm going to select uncontested divorce. All right, boom. It populates all these different things in here, and so the open date is four six. And then let's say the client is one of the um, people in the system. You know, let's say that it's blue v white. Okay, mm -hmm. and then we have all the billing information in here. Let's say, oh, and here's the other thing: is that you can associate um, a specific. Um, uh, invoice to this thing. So your invoices, this is a brand new feature that we have. You can associate um, different invoices to different matter types, right? So if you want, if one, you have one client that is like, all, and, and all of our invoices are totally customizable. So if you have one client that likes to see things a certain way, another client that likes to see things a different way, or if you're working in two different jurisdictions, or if for whatever reason you want your invoices to appear differently, uh, practicers or whatever, it's fine. Um, I think everyone, everyone who's who who look at this is has had that client who insists on seeing their seeing at least one client that insists on seeing their invoice slightly differently than you're accustomed to printing it out. Right. So there you go. So um, anyhow, you can enter. Uh, you can at the time you're doing this. Let's say that we got a deposit. Uh, we got a five grand trust deposit. Okay. And oops, that would be nice, wouldn't it? We got mm -hmm. a fifty grand trust deposit. Okay. Um, then let's say that we have an attorney that we're assigning to it. Okay, let's say that the case number is PA three or two three four five. The county we'll use Blair County, which is the one I grew up with in Pennsylvania. Uh, the firm of uh, so uh, there you go. There's the security question you can use whenever you're trying to hack my account. Uh, former full full name. Um, we can say uh, Mr. Pennsylvania boy. Location of marriage Altoona. Marriage date, 
And let's just say that was like uh, 2, 2, 2002. And we'll save that. Okay. Kaboom. It's thinking right now. It's adding all these calendar events. It's adding all these tasks. And um, we're going to have a brand new matter, hopefully here in one quick second. Here are some of the pending items to do. You can see that it's created all of these uh, tasks and oh, task wow, yeah. list. Created, um, you know, these upcoming calendar events. And... Um, Here's my trust ledger. So all this stuff is ready to go. We're ready to start cranking. You know, here's my case number. Here is here are these things, right? Your your, your so, important information for the case, right? Exactly. So and and if we have like a document template, we can merge this with. We can go ahead and create whatever engagement letter, however it needs to work. So with one. Click. I, I think I saw at the bottom. I do remember probably my the thing I thought was my single favorite feature about Rocket Matter was the effective use of tags. Um, this was back when I did my initial yeah. review in 2013. Was I, I loved how how well the tag system was. So this your your templates even add you know add new tags to your your case before you even even done a thing on them. Oh, it's huge because if you have a, a, a if you have something in certain jurisdictions, you can tag you know your matter template could be set up to have that tag because then you can search all of those cases across uh, your entire system because tags are searchable in the intelligent search. And just like with PDFs, I, I, I always recommend if you're going to, if you're going to use one, you may as well come up with a system that's incredibly complex and just put the county, the judge, the type of case, the type of motion, the, the very specific issue that's involved, what type of expert, what, yeah, you know, because the more tags you've got, the more searchable it all is. Some people really like tags, like guys who like tags, and gals who like tags, they, they, they really use them heavily. Yep. Uh, so, and we wanted to be able to support that. Let's see, what else can I show you? I mean, we have um, uh, some recent stuff that we have rolled out. One, one of the exciting things that I'm very excited about are, um, is, are the improvements to collections that we're going to be working on uh, in Q2 of 2016. So one of the things that we've really kind of emphasized up until now is getting the bills out. So when we first appeared on the scene, we see like lawyers doing things in all sorts of crazy ways where they're capturing things on legal pads and reconstituting their bills at the end of the month and typing them up in the Word or using QuickBooks. So the whole philosophy of Rocket Matter is to quickly capture time with no matter what you're doing, whether or not you're um, working on a task, you can capture time, uploading a document, all those different kind of things, you can capture time with them. And then when you do invoicing, um, it's very quick. It's, it's like one-touch invoicing, right? And um, we just rolled this out, which is the ability to, to specifically invoice by certain clients right now. That was like a, a rollout that hit production last night. Um, wow. But you know, Good timing. Screen, what's that? Good timing for this, for this, this call, man. Well, there's, I think, you know, we're, we're always um, rolling out new features. Um, so, so, like, no matter when we do this, I'll have something to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, I'll, I'll, I, I enjoy talking to you, so we'll, we'll, I'm, I guarantee we'll talk again. It's actually one of the things, probably my single favorite thing about the way that you guys, uh, by you guys, the uh, Rocket Matter and MyCapes and Clio, I, I feel like this this friendly competition and business competition has just pushed. You guys come up with new stuff all the time. You push each other. I think it's I think it's great for it's great for the the technology, but it's also great for the the industry. It, it there's always something new to talk about, and your customers always have something new to look forward to. It's been awesome for uh, legal technology consumers. I don't know what other vertical software looks like, but 
Um, I know, you know, uh, the Clio guys do a great job of, of, of doing a lot with their software. The MyCase guys do a great job of doing a lot with their software. And, yeah, so what it does is it inspires us to go ahead and differentiate ourselves and, and create better and better stuff. Um, so, um, and, and here's an example of that, right? Um, what a lot of people like about Rocket Matter is that they kind of get a preview into how much they'll have, our, um, you know, what their totals are due and, like, what's going to be covered by trust and what's not, right? So, um, and this is our batch billing feature. So, getting back to this whole idea, so we, we you know, we were, we were cutting down the amount of time it took for people to get their bills out, in some cases from, like, two days to, like, 30 minutes because the time was being captured as they worked. And then, with as you can see here, you just um, – click this invoice button and all your invoices can be printed or emailed out. So, so we did a really good job on that aspect of things. And there's some statistics from like the, you know, Georgetown law school saying that like law firms really only collect like 71% of the time that they bill, the time that they capture. So we're not even talking time that they actually work. We're talking time that they capture. So they lose a lot of time, or and, and, often, and lawyers obviously are going to err on the side of caution. They're not going to be overly aggressive with uh, the time capture, you know, if, if they're if they're trying to be constant, if they're not being accurate, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, they usually err on the side of billing the customers less. So one of the major things is getting the invoices out on time, capturing that time, getting the invoices out on time. So that's a major differentiator for. When when people come on to Rocket Matter, the ability for them to be able to do that is a big big deal. Especially when you're dealing with especially when you're dealing with with clients who are individuals as opposed to institutions. I mean, I can say like working for insurance companies, you expect your bill to be audited, but you get the bill to them on a regular basis. They pay on on a regular basis. They pay on time. When you're dealing with individuals, getting making sure that they have a bill immediately, not only is is it helpful making sure you're actually collecting what you bill, but it's a big way to avoid the ethical. Uh, complications in North Carolina. If there's a if there's a fee dispute, it it goes before the state bar. Period. Uh, so wow. resolving questions before they become disputes can be very important. Yeah, and the um, we have kind of a, a maxim here, which is that um, the longer you wait to invoice the client, the greater the haircut you'll receive on the payment. Yep. So this. The, the inverse of that is the sooner the bills go out to the event, the, the sooner you get paid and the more money you collect. So, the, but the collections piece has been kind of a, another issue, right? So what we've done is we've rolled out Rocket Matter payments and what this allows you to do is it allows you to um, send out your invoices over email. Um, there's a secure link, the client clicks on the link, they can enter a credit card or their bank account information right then and there and they pay it. So. Um, this is a lot more of a streamlined operation than um, stuffing envelopes, sending things out, waiting for people to pay. Yep. Um, you know, and so I, I really do think that's going to have do some major damage for law firms in terms of their ability to collect. So I'm very excited about that. And I think that you know we're, we're typically seeing a, an increase in revenues of about 20% um, before this feature is out there. And I think that's going to climb even higher um, with this new feature and adoption. You know, and I think we're getting away from this age where talk about revenue and profits and business for law firms was taboo. Like, I think we're now in an age where it's okay to talk about these things and, and realize that, listen, the better you run your business, the better your client service is going to be. Well, and, and, and on top of that, it's, it's, it's become an issue of survival. Smaller, smaller law firms are dealing with, I think, not just greater competition in number of lawyers, but uh, greater competition for the available clients. 
between lawyers and non-lawyers. And so I think it, it, it can't be taboo anymore. You have to you have to be able to talk about it because it is an issue of survival now. Yes, it is. Um, it's absolutely an issue of survival. And 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 also, I think it's becoming like a lot of times law firms get focused on marketing. I'm not marketing enough. I'm not, you know, spending enough money. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do with my marketing. Well, that's always not the biggest issue. The, the biggest issue oftentimes is the process and just making sure that the bills go out on time and money is collected because um, usually like because cash is king and, and cash is oxygen for a business. So the the the, the law firms that really tr understand this and understand how big collections are, how 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 important it is to efficiently bill and get these invoices out and get them collected are the ones that are going to be able to then be able to plow more money into their marketing. And so it becomes a vicious cycle. But for a, a lot of guys, you know, that, that are looking for situations, really the issue is cash. And so speeding up that process is, is a way to solve that problem. I think that's, I think that's going to help a lot of law firms. Uh, that, I think it's, it, and you know, I just got to say flat out, I, I love the redesign. I think it looks fantastic. I love the fact that you're now able to, uh, add new information without navigating away from a page. And I think, and again, I actually, I think as much as I love that, I think your, your new workflow setup and this, the, the fact that you've stayed true to your, um, the roots in being a, a system that is designed to help lawyers improve, not just their case management, but actually their business, their accounting, producing reports, the workflows and the ability to almost add a project management nature to, uh, your system here, I think is going to help a lot of people out. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I, I hope so. I, I think it will. And I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Well, uh, Larry, thank you for, for taking the time. Really appreciate it. I think this is, this is, uh, a really cool update. I, I love seeing the stuff you guys, you guys put out and, um, you've, you've now locked yourself in. You have no choice. You're going to have to talk to me, uh, you know, in the future, <laughs> you have additional, uh, updates here, but, um, want to thank you very much for your time and, uh, we'll, we'll talk to you soon. All right, Brian. Thanks so much. It's been a pleasure. All right. Thank you for joining us here on the Legal Technology Review. I want to thank our guest, Mr. Larry Port, for walking everybody through the wonderful new features that can be found in Rocket Matter. You can learn all, a whole lot more about some of the new stuff that they've released uh, by going to rocketmatter.com. You can also learn more by visiting the Cyber Advocate, where I will be posting uh, more information about Rocket Matter, as well as a whole bunch of other things that were announced at ABA Tech Show. Uh, this has been the Legal Technology Review. If you enjoyed us, please share us with your friends, share us with your colleagues. Go ahead and head over to iTunes and subscribe to the podcast, both audio and video versions. I'm Brian Folk, and thanks for watching.